I hope someone's there. So. Just kidding, I'm here. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like that when you're in, po- in front of this podcast microphone. Hey, the awesome Porter Baldwin doing that great intro. I'm so grateful for him. And hey, he's uh, I have this uh, uh, YouTube channel where I do reviews of cigars and some bourbon and stuff. And man, he's making me a cool video intro for that. So if you want to see some more of his work, uh, check out Cigar Night on YouTube. And uh, I think I'm the only one named that. So I think if you search that, you'll find that. But anyway, welcome. My name is Tom Baldwin. This is the Sanguine Podcast, and we are a community of people that are optimistic and hopeful during dark and tumultuous times. We have faith in Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God the Father. And if you don't, (laughs) you are still welcome here and you are welcome to hang around the fence and the outside and even come in and give this a try because that's what this is all about. This is not an exclusive club. This is a club. It's not even a club. It is just something that we want to I want to welcome everybody into. And so it's a great community. It started out from uh, a Friday night group that still goes on of just fantastic believers and has expanded into a podcast that is heard internationally. We have listeners all over the world. And so this is a community I so appreciate. You are, I say this often, you are my tribe and I appreciate that. I have three other tribes because I do three other podcasts, but it's all very similar about community and people that are like-minded. And so I so appreciate you. And uh, yeah, when you're in the closet, the whole cricket thing, sometimes it can get to you and you, you got to like kind of power up and it's just like, no, you, you know, I look at the stats and I see those of you that are listening out there and those of you that are great to give me feedback. I'm just going to say it. The rest of you can feel awful about this. But those of you that give feedback and write me, you are the top echelon. And the rest of you can be there if you do that. It is so helpful to me. And if you're at all invested, even a tiny bit where you're just like, I kind of believe in what that guy's doing. Or he's kind of funny. Or it's like, yeah, it's funny to listen to someone that's way worse than me. I I don't care any of that. (laughs) Feedback is so helpful. So you can give it to me, the feedback that is at 406bigt at gmail.com. And then the website where you can find the podcast, you can find some merchandise and there's ways to support me. If you are so inclined in that endeavor, it is sanguinefaith.com. And uh, all those above are so appreciated. And I've, as I mentioned on the last few podcasts, if you will rate this podcast on iTunes our Apple podcast. It is super helpful for me to get out there and to get some more exposure and to reach some people. And so a few minutes of your time to do that is really helpful. And uh, let's just, let's just uh, set the rating system. If I made you laugh or I gave you a gem of information, man, five stars would be great. The, this whole rating system, it seems like if you do anything less than five stars, it's kind of like, bah, which I don't necessarily like, but kind of how the system is. So we'll, we'll just deal with that. Hey, today, I just want to talk about something really interesting, a switch that we've made in our local Friday night group. And if you're part of communities or you're, you're part of your own faith fellowship, like our Friday night group here, it's pretty much most people, I've never called it this because I believe that people are the church. And when we gather, that is the church. So whenever believers gather together, that is the church. 
but in our Friday night group, many people call it church, and that is their church. And I have to agree that it is a gathering of believers in his church. But when I get together with my believing friends and smoke cigars, I feel like that is also church. And when I get together with other Christian couples and we have dinner, Adrian and I, that that is also church. You know, as we talk about Jesus and we worship and we pray together, it is really, really powerful. And so as Friday nights, our desire is to connect deeper and connect deeper with Jesus and connect deeper with each other. And I just wanted to share something with you that we've done that I found, I feel like we're connecting with the church that's talked about in Acts, that it is a homegrown church. It, it is the church that is is really powerful and it's homegrown and it's, it hasn't been sterilized and made for some intensive purposes safe and easy and like uh, reproducible. And I, you know, well, you guys have art, you already know how I feel. And if you don't, there's a number of podcasts about it that you can go back and listen to. But I so much believe in the individuals and the individuals that gathered together, very purposeful. And you're like, well, that's what church is. <sighs> yeah, I, the terminology gets really hard and really awkward. And, and I don't necessarily want to go down that route because I kind of think it detracts. And when I've talked about in other podcasts that, there is a lot of things that is lost in the institutionalized church. So let's talk about the big building, spend a lot of money on the building. You know, most average sized churches now are 500,000 to a million plus for these buildings and then staff. And then you have your teaching pastor, your executive pastor, your children's pastor, your worship pastor, and all these things and all the salaries that go into it. And it takes a tremendous amount of money and resources. And a lot of people that come, 80% of them are on a very minimal participation level. And the other 20% basically fund the church and make it run. So in a lot of ways, I feel it's pretty ineffectual. You lose what I feel like is one of the most valuable gems as part of a godly community is the intergenerational interactions that those are critical and that so often in an institutionalized church, kind of the mainstream church is what I'm talking about here, to make it flow better and easier. It's like the kids aren't a distraction in the adult services where the adults are being taught. So they get taught by somebody else instead of their parents and their grandparents and having a conversation with all of them in together. And they often have their own worship service because they do kids' songs instead of the kids learning the deep theology and some of the great hymns and beginning to understand that. And it's for me, there are a lot of things that are lost. And I appreciate the effort and the heart behind it and the, the heart to try, to try to stay relevant and current. But I feel in some senses, well, to be honest, in most every area. The church has been sterilized, if not castrated. Really, the church has no balls. The institutional church has no balls. Like this whole COVID-19 thing, some of the stuff that I've seen coming out from COVID-19 has just broken my heart. The truth of the scriptures hasn't come out. The boldness of Christian hasn't come out. And the time for Christians to stand up and stand up for what is right hasn't come out because the church wants to stay politically correct and not upset the basket and have good standing in the community. I'll tell you what, sometimes having good standing in the community is to fight for a community that doesn't even know they need to be fought for. I continually, as I grow older, I'm so thankful for the greatest generation that went out and without little question fought for freedom. 
And I'm ready for believers. I'm ready for the organic church. And I believe the organic, the homegrown church is coming up. And so what has happened in our local group? And we're not perfect, but we're trying. And I'll tell you, we have some pretty incredible relationships here. And there's some pretty incredible teaching that comes out of it, especially of lately. Yes, I have done a lot of the teaching, but what has happened lately and a desire to connect because some nights, most nights we run like 40-ish people with a good portion of those being kids. Sometimes we can even push up close to 60, which you got to know, I live in a 2,500 square foot house. So that's a lot of people, especially in the wintertime when it's cold outside, but we're, we're Montana tough. So we, we even make it outside and, and we play in the snow and we recreate in the snow, even during church functions. Yes, indeed. But... We, we have had a lot of these uh, times together as a group, and it's been really incredible with the kids and interacting. What we've done is to break into smaller groups and begin to have people within the groups, including kids, teach. Can I tell you what has happened? I have learned so much. And the different perspectives from the different people teaching, sharing, and them learning the skills to lead a group, interact with a group, lead discussion questions, direct questions. Our group, and I think we've been doing it six weeks, has grown just outrageously. Can I tell you, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I have never in my life been so blessed as a leader to see people rise up and take leadership and teach and lead discussion and bring tremendous insight. This podcast, I just want to share with you, oftentimes trying something new is a little scary. And oftentimes, and it's been a struggle as I've encouraged people that they can teach. And what I do to make it simple is I put a very skeleton lesson together. I usually pick the topic and I'll have like three questions and I'll put like three or four scriptures and just say, hey, please expound on this. Please feel free to add your own stuff. So people, if people feel like community leaders within this group, because you have to know that I feel like everyone that is in the group is a community leader, is capable of being a leader and should be a leader. Some people live very busy lives and they don't have time or they've never done this before. So I want to make it an easy win for them. And so, so far what we've had, most people have taken it further and have given great insights. Some people are busy and couldn't do that. There's no judgment on anybody, but I'll tell you what has happened. We have unlocked a wealth of wisdom and teaching that would have never been tapped if I had stayed the main teacher. Okay, this is the gold right here. Pay attention. If you're stuck and the same person has been teaching you for year after year and you've been kind of become comfortable with that, there is so much more out there. And so this podcast, this episode is to begin to maybe crack open some mindsets that you've had that have got you stuck. Now, there are some people and the scriptures are very clear that they're gifted in certain areas, but the scripture does not say they're devoid of these other gifts. And so someone may say, my gift is not teaching. Can I tell you that my gift is not changing diapers, but I can proficiently change a diaper. 
when needed. And I've heard so many believers take outs on things that could help grow them and expand their skill set and give insight to other people. I would say that we've had people taught, teach in our group that don't have the gift of teaching, but I have gained tremendous insight from their life experience and their insights in the scriptures. There is so much wealth out there. And when we're in a community and a group, and if you're in a community or group and you're part or you're part of a community and group and your leader is encouraging you to step out, please. And you're just like, I don't have anything. You're a liar. You don't know it, but you're a liar. You have so much to give and you don't realize it. It is time that you lose your tongue and you begin to take some risks guided by the Holy Spirit. Okay. The Holy Spirit will guide you. And you feel that when somebody asks you, it's like, would you take a turn? And you get this like, or this kind of queasiness in your stomach or you're unsettled. That is the Holy Spirit. So you just say yes. You're just like, if you feel off or not right, then that's just your default answer is yes. And the cop-out answer, only because it's been used so much. So often people have asked me to do something and I knew right away that I was supposed to say yes. And I said, Oh, I'll pray about it. And so that's why I call that the cop-out answer. If you say that, give them a time frame and be very diligent by about answering them. Because leaders, they lead because, well, good leaders lead because they really believe in you. They love community and they want to leave you, see you succeed. Bad leaders want to control, manipulate, and profit off of you in some sense. And so you've got to discern whether you have a good leader or a bad leader. A good leader really is there for you, doesn't necessarily want anything, but to see you grow, be challenged, succeed, and gain in skills. And so I just wanted to share with you guys uh, wherever you're at. And if you're not part of a group, be part of a group and take some risk, be engaged. I, yeah, I say, I feel like I'm repeating myself as a broken record, but as every week I listen to either kids or adults share and teach just blows my socks off. The gifting that God has put in the body of Christ that is untapped and stays hidden. We need people. And maybe that's what I'm going to start calling myself. And maybe those are those of you out there, let's become the miners. Let's begin mining the gold that is in people. And they're like a Oh, what would you say? A granite wall to get to the gold. And you have to punch through that granite wall. But we're bringing the gold up to the surface for the body, for the community, for those that are reluctant. And so let's, yeah, I'm going to be a miner. I'm going to mine the gold. Will you join me? And if you're one of those that's just like, you're like, "Uh uh-uh. But you know, you feel the Holy Spirit in there. Begin to do the pre-work to make the work of the miner a little easier. You can begin to start that work and say, oh, Holy Spirit, I feel you calling me. And uh, man, I'm going to need your help. That is a great fan-dang-tastic start. That's not a cop-out start. You're being honest with him. He already knows you feel that way. So just tell him and just say, hey, I feel you calling me. I have no idea how I can ever fulfill this. The benefits that come to the community of believers. I just think it's such a shame when there are the few stars and they stay there. And yes, they're talented, but there's so much talent in the body of Christ that no one, no one, no one should ever get exhausted. There's so much resource and talent. There should be enough to go around. 
And maybe you're that person that has the resources and talent and you need to create a vacuum. How do you do that? Yep, by stepping aside. Maybe there's just a time where things need to suck for a while, right? Right? By there being a vacuum and you let that vacuum happen and that someone comes in and fills that. So my friends, my community, I believe in you. You've heard me say, I believe you are the hope for the future. And those of you are quiet and silent. I know that you have the resources and the hope for this future. And so my prayer right now is, Holy Spirit, would you just bring forth those resources? Would you identify them so they can come forth, so they can be a blessing? So my friends, I just, uh, I so appreciate you and uh, so grateful for you. And uh, yeah, that's for you. Thank you. I so appreciate you. And uh, as we end up here, I just pray God would just put his imprint on you this week, that you would feel his presence, that he would just sign a big God loves you on your life this week. And so, hey, have a fantastic week from the big man here, Tombo Baldwin. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.